Hello, listeners. Hello once more. You're listening to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Yes, uh, that's the only podcast that asks the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? <laughs> um, we <laughs> shall see. Um, and, oh, we're being rude. Let's introduce ourselves. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. You certainly are. <laughs> That's right. Uh, especially you pay when, me, baby. Especially when the first of the month comes around, you're definitely uh, the landlord. That's true. Um, so here we are, episode three. I can't believe we've already done two. Now here we are at three. Kind of fun because uh, the number three has a lot of meaning, doesn't it? Uh, to me personally, yeah. The number three, I mean, um, some of my favorite uh, literature, The Three Musketeers, come, comes to mind. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. The uh, third times a charm. Third That's times a, a charm. <laughs> yes, yes, good one there. I forgot that. Um, the uh, I was raised Catholic, so I believe in the Holy Trinity, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. Um, it's, it's something I keep quiet. I'm not really. I don't preach about my faith, but it is. It does direct every decision I make. Very good. Very good. I respect a man who uh, <laughs> respects the guy upstairs. I'm not talking about the neighbor up there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't respect the neighbor. Upstairs. No, I do. I'm just joking. I do. Um, so we've been getting some quite quite a bit of positive feedback since we started, and uh, it's nice to meet people on the street or at the grocery store, and they're just uh, shaking your hand, saying, nice job, oh. love the pod. Has I, that happened to you? It has. Just the other day, I was uh, I went to Boston Pizza to have a uh, one of my Friday night solo suppers, and uh, the waitress uh, was just gushing about uh, how how great the podcast is. She's also a tenant. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I didn't know you do the Friday night solar supper thing, but that sounds... Well, it's not uh, exactly my choice, but it's just the, the hand that fate has dealt me, I suppose. Ah, fate. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you usually eat uh, on the weekends with other people? Yeah, or yeah, have, yeah, yeah. So, um, we were going to get the show started here, but uh, we had a couple segments uh, before we brought in a guest. Yes, we do. Um, this one is funny. Um, it has two names. Uh, one is sort of PG. It's called, because we were recording this right now, it's a Friday evening, so we decided to call it Friday Wine Time. Yes, or the alternate title. And uh, <laughs> if there are any parents listening, you might want to uh, plug your children's ears with a sock or maybe your fingers. Yeah, uh, the alternate title is Sip and Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little saucy segment where it's the end of a week, we're going to uncork the wine. Have a sip and then have a bitch. Yep. (laughs) Get a a load off after a busy, hard week. Um, Well, why don't you go first, Michael? Well, first of all, I guess we should open the vino. Here we go. All right. Ah. Now let's pour it in our uh, fluted glasses. And, okay, here I go. I'm going to take my sip. And now I'm going to bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, so this week, uh, something bad happened at work. Uh, as listeners know, I work in the uh, gift shop at the CN Tower, not the one on the main floor, not Hello. the one up top, the one beneath the CN Tower. And I arrived on Tuesday morning, five freaking minutes late, and my manager, Bonnie... Lost it on me, went berserk, and told me if this happens one more time, I'm fired. And that's the I've only been late never. That's the only time it's ever happened to me. So that put me in a mood. And then also something else happened 
Can I can I do two bitches? Okay, I will say you're either late or you're not late. So even if you're five minutes late, you're still late. But carry on. Yeah. I mean, second I, bitch. I admit it. I okay. admit I was late. Yep. But okay. I thought that Bonnie would be a little bit more forgiving because I've worked there for three years. I've never been late once. And then she told me that if I'm late one Moving more time, I'm fine. Moving <laughs> um, Something else that made me, uh, that got me in a foul mood. Um, just yesterday, actually, um, coming home from work, I heard a little meow under a parked car and I looked and there was a little tiny frightened kitten oh. under the wheel. It was so cute. And uh, I, I love animals. A lot of tenants do. And I took the little fella and I put him under my coat and I took him, uh, I went to the, the property office in, in the building and you were there and I said, can I, I know you have a no pets rule. I said, I love this little fella. Can I have this pet? Could you please break the rules just for me for this cute little fuzzball? Mm-hmm. And you said no. And I had to release uh, the little cat back uh, onto the streets of Toronto. Well, without rules, we are just a bunch of uh, cavemen running around. I agree. And also, it would seem weird if you had a cat as a single man. Anyway, okay, let's do my sip in bitch. So I'm going to have my sip here. Very nice. Mm. And uh, time for my bitch. Um, Amazon drone. Mm -hmm. I used it to order groceries. And A... I thought it came right to your door. It does not. It goes to your yard. So I had to go out to the yard. And B, when I went outside to get my groceries, obviously I don't live in the building. I wouldn't live here. No, no, he doesn't live in the building. I live in a house. You're Um, you're actually rarely here except around the first of the month when uh, rent is due. (laughs) (laughs) Or sometimes at night I skulk around. Oh. (laughs) um, All my avocados had fallen out on the lawn. I think they probably fell out when they were still maybe 100 feet in the air. So they got all smushed. And it was annoying. So that's my bitch. Amazon. Stick it up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, ordered like a full thing of groceries? Yeah, I get my groceries by drone. Hmm. That's weird. I go to the discount. I take the streetcar to the uh, the price chopper at uh, Queen and Gladstone. And uh, the produce isn't very good. Different people, different lives. <laughs> it's not uh, a it, song, but it should be. It should be a song. Uh, and you know, I wish, uh, I wish one day I have enough uh, money to... Take a girl out on a date for a Friday supper, and I wish I also had enough money to order Amazon drone groceries. <laughs> well, that's a great thing about Canada is that if you if you people who work hard get it, and people who don't don't. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, I, I so, was there anything else before we move on? If you ever do see me or James on the street, uh, d- please don't hesitate to to say hello and introduce yourself and tell us how much you love the show. We're gonna take a uh, short break here and be right back with our guest. Welcome back to the Landlord Tenant Pod Mess. I am Tenant Mike. And I'm Landlord James. Today's guest is a biggie, a big get for us. Uh, she's also the first lady we've had on the Pod Mess. Yes, and not the first lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, imagine the security we'd need if Melania uh, was on the Pod Mess. Very true. Uh, who we have with us today is. Uh, uh, and a woman named Daphne Gunderson, who is a tenant. And if you live in the building, you've seen her before, okay? Yeah, she's sort of known, I guess, as the uh, building gossip, huh? She's, uh, she's loud, she's proud, she's uh, not afraid to speak her mind. And uh, let's bring her in. Daphne! Hi, fellows. It's wonderful to be here. James, always a slice to see you. Oh. And you... 
I am not sure that I'm familiar with your face or your name. I don't think we've met before ever once. Um, I believe I've introduced myself to you several times in the elevator or the lobby, but that's fine. I'm, I'm Mike. I'm Mike. Mike. Okay, you know, you'd think you'd remember a name like yeah. Mike, but it is just not sticking for me. He, he has a face that you... Is blank. Yeah, you just don't see you it. You don't see it's it. Just, you don't see it, yeah. you know? Uh, I, my high you. school guidance counselor did tell me I would do well as a spy because I'm very forgettable and very plain. I blend in with the background. Absolutely. Yeah, sometimes when we're doing the podcast, Daphne, I'm, I feel like I'm doing it by myself. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I it's, like, it's like I'm here by myself. Until I pipe up and say, oh, there's two of us in the darn studio. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have a question for you. Yes. What, what, is, what is a you know, what is a podcast? I know what it is, but, you know, everyone's doing them in a way that I'm going, gosh, there's a lot of these, and I sort of, you know, who's listening? Why? Why do we need this? Why are you doing this? Why are so many people doing this thing that we don't need? Some comedians have them, and they talk about their uh, their careers, and those are very exciting to listen to. Yeah, it's like a, it's a radio show that fewer people listen to. Are you right. online? No, I don't, you know, I, I've always been uncomfortable with technology. It doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really jive with me. I go, what is this? Why is it happening <laughs> near me, you know? Yeah. I have, you know, I use a lot of technology in the kitchen. I have so many dogs, I need an automatic can opener just to get right in there for little guys, you know what I mean? I got Fifi, I got Fofo, and yeah. I got Eric. Yeah. So I just, but that's about it's as a, much technology as I have. It is going. a wild oh, party. Let me tell yeah, you, Daphne's so, place uh, is like a mess. It's so yeah. funny. James, I have a question. Yes. Did, did you know, and this is no offense to you, Daphne, uh, did you know that Daphne had uh, three dogs, did you say? Three dogs. Three. But God, they're so darn small, you could fit them in one handbag, call them one dog. Mm. With That's the thing, yeah. Three she holes, does have three you know? dogs, but well, they're so Well, how darn come small. you told me I couldn't have a, a kitten the other day? I'm wondering. Michael, Daphne is sort of, I mean, how long have you lived in this building, Daphne? Ages. Oh, God, ages. You know, I remember when this building was just a. You know, just sort of a Jewish textile factory where they made titty movies on the weekend. You know, it's yeah. been through a lot of changes oh, since goodness. I've been here. And look, you know, Daphne has a bit of a higher status. Like, I am the kind of person where if you're a high status person in the building, you get perks. If you're low, uh, you don't. That's the way the world is, you know. That's why I have the penthouse. That's why you have the penthouse. Uh, yeah. The penthouse. That's... Yeah, you know, if you have an apartment on the top floor, it's the penthouse. Oh, Okay. So me and the other ten people on the top floor, we have the penthouse. Penthouse apartment. That's right. Apartments. That's right, Daphne. What does that make me on the ninth floor then? Um, Just a man that lives on the ninth floor. Okay. Single man on the ninth floor. Single I am single. Are you single? I, I am single. Are you single? I'm sorry. You have to tell me your name just one more quick time. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Right. Of course. I don't know why that's hard for me. I think it's a name I haven't heard before. Mike. No, it's a common Mike. name. It's more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, mm, it's okay. Fine. So are you? Do you live alone, Mike? I do live alone uh, in the apartment. Uh, don't have a special someone in my life <laughs> at this point, but I'd like to. Oh, Can I like you? Come I, on. I like how Daphne is. Uh, she's the one doing the interviewing here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> little well, you know that is part of it. <laughs> Oh, the, the inmates have taken over the asylum. Yeah. I, and I don't mean that you're mentally unstable or a, anything like that. That's the 80s, no. But yeah, that is one of the things that I do do around the building. So you have to forgive me for jumping in there, just jumping in with my questions. Please, because, please do. You know, I have actually run... I wouldn't call it a rag, but, you know, sort of a goings-on of the building called the Penthouse Chronicles. For God, how many years is it now, James? Oh, I do not know. God, are your thighs getting thicker? They feel great. Oh, thank you. I've been doing squats. Wow. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, anyway. Ready, so I just sort of keep up with the goings on of the building. I put it in the pen. You know, you know you've had a wild week if you make it into the PC. Yeah, I've noticed. Um, Daphne is the, not the Peter. PC, Daphne is the Peter. Daphne is the hot Peter Mansbridge of oh, the building. She it. writes all the you news. Stop yeah. it. She writes all the news. And, and, and for our American oh, listeners, you. Peter Mansbridge is uh, a very respected journalist. Uh, that's what James was getting at. Yeah, that's that's it. But uh, this one uh, a little easier on the eyes. <laughs> and so, Daphne, the Penthouse, Penthouse Chronicles. Oh, I have a question for you. Yes. You publish it every couple of weeks. It's full of gossip and oh, rumors about about people living in the building. I've noticed. Um, I have never graced the pages of the Penthouse Chronicle. Um, uh, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Oh, well, uh, well, Matt, you know, the thing is with the Penthouse Chronicles is um, a lot of, you know, I, I sort of, I like to get my gossip, you know, in an open kind of way. Yeah. You know, I throw, you know, I throw a lot of parties on the top floor. And um, I hear them. Oh, yes. you had a fun one uh, a couple weekends ago. I went and oh, yes. uh, yeah, um, it was wild. It was really we, a wild one. That's what inspired my piece called What Are These Greeks Cooking? Because I finally invited over the Greek neighbors. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's a dish called spanakopita, and it's just, you know, it's just sort of a it's just sort of a spinach, spinach slop in a in slop. a triangle shape. And we we I, all went in the bathtub and pretended it was a hot tub. Yeah. That's what I call <laughs> my sounds, bathtub the hot tub. Um, yeah. we were, uh, clo like, didn't your clothing get all wet? Oh, you know what? You get laid into a Penthouse Chronicles party, who knows what's gonna happen, you know what I mean? I <laughs> well, keep, I, I keep, uh, you know, I keep sort of suits for whoever needs them. Well, these, these parties, and I must admit, I do hear them, because I'm basically directly beneath your apartment, Daphne. Uh, penthouse, I, yeah. I would, I would love to one day come and take a look for myself and see all the fun, uh, happening at these parties. Oh God, more! We will have to set that up. We will have to set that up. I would love to have you. I hear them and all I the time, tell, all the time. I can just yeah. tell by the sort of shapeless shape of your face that you probably have a lot of wild stories to tell. Probably or, a lot or, of hot gossip yeah. coming out of you, you know. Or Mike, why don't you throw your own party and leave other parties that are currently fun, fun, and throw your own fucking party, and you know, then anyone who wants to go to that can go to that, and I can, you know, people who want to go to Daphne's that are fun can go to that one. Oh, wow. Sorry, yeah, but... This is interesting. What's going on here? I'm sensing yeah, attention. No, I'm I just enjoy going... attention between... I enjoy going to your parties, mm -hmm. and I just think the yeah. people... You know, you, you'd have a different vibe. I'll, I'll throw a party, but the last time I just checked in with you to see if it was okay, same thing that happened with the kid, and you were like, oh, no, 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 it's like noise complaints... Uh, we can't do it. The neighbors don't like it. Meanwhile, every time Daphne, you throw one of your obviously fun parties, uh, no police come. Well, there's no problem. What's going on? Well, you know, I think it's you know, it's not so much. You know, a party can be something where you know a sad man says, "Come, come to my house," you know, and we'll play some kind of board game shape. Just to have something to say or do, and what I do is is not it's not I quite that shape. I have Spanish as well, and I'd love for you to come in my bathtub. Well, okay. Well, that, I'm I'm curious about that because you're you're sort of presenting more of a fun vibe than I expected from you. Based See, on just the just the just the way your whole body looks. But you know, I think what I'm doing up it's more it's less of a party, Mick, and it's more of a cultural moment. Is what's going on upstairs with me? You know, it's been going on for years, and this is my, my way of saying, you know, what's going on in the community? Have a Daphne, which is uh, what I'm currently drinking. It's a drink I've invented, um, and you know, just tell me what's going on with you 
and let me put that in a newsletter that I put on the bulletin board in a way that brings our community That's together. True. So it's less of a party in, in that it's more people drinking so I can uh, get information about them. Oh, so you're trying like, you're loosening up their lips to uh, get them to reveal things about themselves. I'm, you know what, I would, you know, that sounds sinister, but I'd say I'm loosening their lips, I'm loosening their hips. <laughs> tips, if they have oh, any advice about, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, what? Sorry, you said loosening their tips, and I thought, what is that, a penis? penis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ever, heard, you ever heard that uh, funny joke got where a good tip on you. What? sometimes men get together, and they make this joke, and it goes like this, just the tip. Have you ever heard now, that which, joke? Uh, it's which, a very Jesus funny Christ. joke. And, uh, and what? Just what tip? Like, is that all they're leaving in a restaurant, Daphne, or what's the idea? He don't Just, worry so it's, about it. It's James, it's James, you brought funny. it up, and you were talking. No, about that. Michael, and there's a time to, for a joke, and then there's just it's a joke that men make, and swinging it's fine. and missing on a joke, and no, you swung and I'm, missed. What is? Oh my god! Is the just the tip of the penis? Is a joke. And what is the? Oh, why is that a joke? Sakes. What's what's the what's the tip? Tip? What's the tip of your penis doing? What's wrong with it? It's going in. It's a man. The joke is about. A man just putting the tip of his penis inside of a woman or another man. I feel like I would rather be doing this podcast Whoa. with Jeffrey Dahmer right now. Well, anyway, I mean, I didn't make up the joke. I'm I just don't, don't shoot the messenger. Don't Daphne. So you're sort of a building pervert. Is that your energy? That's what I'm getting off. Yeah, you. That's, that's what I'm You sort of hide in your apartment. Let me have these tiny cats, and I'm putting my tip. Wherever I'm coming in my bathtub, that's sort of what your energy is, and I'm interested in that. I'm not putting... That's something I can use in the Penthouse Chronicles. Well, yeah, that would I, be good. You in know there. what? I'd like to be in the Penthouse Chronicles, but I just would like to clarify, I'm not putting my tip in cat. The only tip... I haven't had sex in like a year. How's this for a headline based on what Whoa. I heard? Sorry. Wait. Okay. Can that... Can, will that get me in the Penthouse Chronicles? Yeah, Being this is... A, okay. How's this... This is, okay, so here's what I'm seeing. Uh, a building virgin uh, begs landlord for tiny pussy f uh, oh. for, 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 his, for his tip pleasure. That makes me seem like I'm very pathetic. Um, so it would be uh, real news then. It's, Accurate. I, it's just not the way burned I see myself. Ya. Yeah, burned you. Burn me. But, but that was a reference to the cat. You saw it. I was, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. Because yeah. you needed a kid. You're lovely. And Daphne. I still, I'm, I didn't really get where the tip part was, so I just tacked it on to the end. You know, I, I think I don't anyway, get just, what you're doing with not it. Not that I like. Why wouldn't you use the whole thing? You know? Well, this, this whole, this, this idea of a man having intercourse with a cat. I would just like to say I don't think that I don't think it's right, and I don't think that I don't think it's healthy. Well, now it's I interesting like that you said that because you brought that up. No one's actually said, you know, sex intercourse with a cat until you I just only... came right out and said it. If this is the, I mean, I love the openness that you're expressing now, and we're not even at a penthouse chronicles party. These, these journalists, you are just, you're, you have you're a, a journalist, and you're twisting my words for your own agenda. I feel I'm not a journalist. I'm a woman of the people. The only time that happens, I feel like right now, is reporters taking Trump's words out of context. What's happening right now is genuinely what you're saying, Michael. So, get a life is what I'm basically trying to say here. Okay, you got what you, you, you got. What's coming to you, mate? You don't have to use uh, that that accent when we're trying to have fun. 
Can I ask no, you? No, we are having fun. We, we are, are having, having fun. fun. You're, Daphne opening, you're is opening up about, your, right, guys, about I, your hideous little yeah. life, and that's special. You're you're letting it out, and that's that's, that's what Daphne Gunderson is all about, is helping just, people can, let loose. Do you want to try this? It's the Daphne. It's um. This is a drink of my own creation. It's uh. It's one one part gin, one part limoncello, a splash of Mike's Hard Cranberry, and then just a maraschino cherry ice squeeze into it at the end. Sure, sure I'll try some. How's that making you feel? How's that going down? Let me take my sip. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, I love it. Make you I love feel it. Comfortable, it warm. Is. Yeah, like you're ready to let loose with your with your tip stuff. Yes. Um. Can, I, can we move on to a different yeah. subject? Uh, <clears throat> I have a question. Restart. Yeah, Daphne, you've been around the world. You've been around the block. Uh, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> How old Jeez. are you? That's well, not what okay. I was going to ask. Well, that's... I, I was going to say you must have dated a lot of interesting men. I know I enjoy my time uh, hanging out with you, and we've um, had some good times. Uh, yeah. yeah. But prior, like in the old days, you must have dated some very interesting men. Was there any? Yeah. Have any you ever dated uh, any famous Toronto men? Oh, uh, or, or or from any city, Michael. Well, I'm particularly interested in Toronto because I'm a born and bred Torontonian. Well, you know, I'm not one to to dish about myself. I usually get the gossip, but I will. You know what? Because oh, I please. because I love yeah. you boys so much. Mm. You know, mostly James. I'm gonna let you in on a bit. Only because I don't know you yet, and everything you've said is terrifying. But I'm going to let Fair you enough. in on a bit of Daphne gossip. Are you are you too familiar? Are you too young to remember Mayor Mel Lastman? Oh, not at all. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. He, uh, bad boy furniture. That's right. Well, a fact that people don't know about him is that he actually had a just a ton of dental work done, and I actually briefly had an affair with Mayor Mel Lastman's wow. orthodontist. Oh my God! So I got—I really got the skinny you, on what was going on. You heard it mouth. here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, wow. getting in that orthodontist's mouth was a real insight into what was going on into Mayor Mel's. Is you it know true? what I mean? We're talking all caps, all caps. Did that make a difference when it came it to walking to smooching or maybe dot dot dot? Well, you know, when you are intimate with someone in the dental profession, you know, there's a there is a clinical precision there that um, is unexpected and uh, at times, um, you know, sort of not what the moment needs. But God, you learn a lot about the human mouth. No one has taught me more about the human mouth and its functions than Dr. Sanderson ever did. I, I would just like oh, to I say... Oh, I added him. Sorry oh, if you're listening, Barry. Um, we'll we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll bleep not, that out. He's dead. Um, I just want to say that I do find the human mouth to be the sexiest uh, body part. Oh my and god. We're Can inundated we... with these images See, of breasts. Like and... this or just... Yes, it's Michael, you sound like such a creep. I'm constantly, man. Yeah. Hey, you gotta re-listen okay. to He's this. Expressing Seriously. Himself. He's expressing himself. Okay, now I'm just saying what I feel. No, c- carry on. So you're in, you're Apparently, you're inundated with breasts. I'm guessing in a, in a in an online way, as you would say, well, no, because like obviously the, that's not a reality in your life based on everything we've heard today. I'm saying the the mass media inundates us with images of uh, large, perky breasts and thighs. He watching you. Um, uh, buttocks and uh, big, plump lips, and that's not what I'm into. I'm into the interior of the mouth. I find that uh, very exciting. Right now, does this dovetail with your tip fetish, or are those separate issues? This not, that's not a thing. Okay. So what is it about 
Now, this is interesting because they, they say you can tell a lot about a, about a man about by which body part he fixates on. And what do you fixate on, James, As a um, from a landlord's point of view? Well, yeah, I would say um, when I am attracted to a woman, I, uh, I tend to be fixated to not the inside of the mouth. That is the right answer. What is yeah. wrong with you? That's scary. Anyway, um, I guess I would say, you know, the butt or something. But uh, you're a butt guy. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what they say. You're either a butt guy or a inside of the mouth guy. Hey, Daphne. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Yeah, that's a. You good guys are just takedown of a hey, sick man. You know, you're you're fun. You're fun. You're fun, Mitchell. You're like a you're like Mike. a you're like an onion yeah. that I'm just unpeeling, and at the center is maybe someone that in a semi-crisis would kill and eat the people he's with. You know what I mean? And that's what's fun about you. I don't know what's in the middle of the onion, but I know that it's it's probably pretty wild. I am a wild person, but not in a bad or gross way. Now, and that's why I should be in, the, in your gossip column anyway. Now, I had a little point to make with you, Daphne. I, uh, uh-huh. I noticed in your last newsletter... The Penthouse Chronicle. Yes, yes. that you um, wrote a story that was incorrect. <gasps> you were saying how on the eighth floor there were all these exposed wires with, um, like, exposed wires running along the wall and sort of a bunch of water dripping around it. Ooh, scandal, s- scandal. Yeah. That could, that could uh, injure someone. a bit of a scandal. Yeah. Someone and, could die. Um, you could get killed. Killed if you touch that, and I guess I well that that's one opinion. That seems like a landlord's responsibility. No, to I think fix it's it's that, mm, and I guess what I was saying is I just think don't you think a story like that isn't because a kid worth, don't you think people would rather read you know freak wants to have sex with a cat or no, likes no, mouse? There was a kid. I'm just than, remembering now. There was a child who was uh, was electrocuted on the eighth floor because there were exposed wires and there was water. He electrocuted himself and was in hospital for three weeks. Well, sometimes uh, correlation does not equal causation, and there's a lot of different ways that child could have been electrocuted. And I think and you did the I, right thing, Daphne, by writing that story. No, well, my, all I'm saying oh, is, don't okay. you think that don't you think it might be smart for your for your paper to to veer away from those kind of stories that are sort of, you know, not necessarily grounded in fact, and drift it more towards gossip, like a little less about the wires being exposed and that kind of thing. Well, no, it's interesting that you bring that up. It seems like your wires are a little bit exposed right now, James. (laughs) Did it take you all day to think that one up? No. No, I thought that was a good one. Oh, well done, Marianne. You know, I think, James, um, you know... God knows we've had some good times together. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You are just... (laughs) (laughs) That can mean a lot of things. You know, and we've... Oh, God, we've had fun. But I, you know, I, I have a responsibility to the building to just sort of take in the information that I see about the building and present it as I wish. And I, you know, f- you know, Fofo got out the other day, mm-hmm. you know, and she's snorting around, she's sniffing around, and I find her, little wet nose, inches away from mm-hmm. this sort of gaseous little puddle on the eighth floor. And I'm thinking, <sighs> what is this? Like, you know, I can see my reflection in this, but God, do I look that old? No, I think it's the gaseous puddle. And then there are all these wires coming out, yeah. and I'm trying to follow them, I'm trying to follow them, and where do they go? Well, maybe. And, you know, at that point, I got bored of trying to follow them and thought I should just report this as is. So here you I have, have to agree the police. with Martin and say, you know, I did have an, a responsibility to report that. Well, you know what, Daphne? I really am feeling for you right now, and I would it... 
help the situation. Oh, you know what? Uh, you become uh, suddenly very no, serious. No, I was just thinking maybe anyone... it would maybe it would help the situation if you, if your rent was a little less. Then you'd have a little more, you know, money to to not worry about things like 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 health and safety issues. I'm just saying, would that help? Like, if your rent was a little less, would that help? Like, you know, you um, write less, fewer of these stories? Uh, I'm looking up the word bribe in the dictionary right now, and oh, it funny. seems that uh, it's very appropriate uh, for this situation. It's ironic, because I'm looking up the word nerd in the dictionary, and oh, it's your face. Um, I just, for the record, I want to say that neither of these men are holding dictionaries. That was, where, where were they have kept them? No. But um, they are, just, there is just, a tension here, and I see where you're going just with them, it. I'm just saying, just, maybe that'll help, maybe that'll help. Next time. I don't know. Well, you know, you know that would help. I think you know I have a trust fund for my late husband Jerome, but you know, that's going to run out someday. And um and all those, you know, royalty checks I have from never mind. Look, I think, you know, I think this is a great opportunity. You wrote the Pizza Nova song, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I did. I did write. I you did wrote write. the Pizza Nova? Jingle. Yeah, she did. Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah, it is crazy. Four, three, nine, ba, 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 pizza, no. Okay, well, that's not the version I wrote. Oh, okay, yeah, they, ch- no, they changed it. Like, uh, they changed my artistic license with that, and that is not I the version I would be proud of that. Anyway. I see what you're doing now, James. What? You're trying to use a sensitive issue from my past to take the heat off of you. You're trying to take use my Pizza Nova pain I'm to just stop saying. me. What? Where do those wires lead? Maybe this is a chance for you to set the record straight and not yeah. be like the crooked creeps over it. Set the record pizza, straight. You know, Tyrant's company they call Pizza Nova. Well, maybe, I, I, I guess I just hope a second newsletter doesn't appear all over the building um, talking about someone's Pizza Nova past. That's all. <laughs> because oh. that would be a shame. Wow. Wow. You're making a big deal about the Pizza Nova song. Why don't you tell us what the original, your original Pizza Nova oh, you idea... Oh, the original I, Pizza Nova I think, we'd, I think we'd all love to hear okay. the original Pizza okay. Nova uh, Jingle. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I don't do this for a lot of people. So just for comparison's sake, uh, let's insert in here the uh, Pizza Nova jingle that we all know and love currently. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say love, but fine. <laughs> Four, three, nine, oh, 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 Pizza Nova. Four, three, nine, oh, 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 Pizza Nova. Okay. And uh, now, Daphne, let's let's hear your original Pizza Nova jingle that you that you wrote. So okay. James, Mert, I'm my, excited to do this my. for you. Okay, I'm gonna need a little help though. I'm gonna need you to set the mood for me. Okay. Okay. James, why don't you get a why don't you get a snap going? All right. Because there's sort of a sort of a blues house. Okay. Oh, I like this. This is very okay. nice. And can I get some soft sort of harmony in this? Uh, Darker in a minor key. I need in a minor key. It's a bit. It's a bit dark. That's better. Here we go. Okay. Ooh, Pizza Nova. P is for perfection, which I must find in every crust. I is for I'm hungry, and when pizza is a must. Z is for zebra, an animal I know. Z is also for zebra, two stripes the zitlet show. A is for ah, anchovies are an option. And Nova's for the skies where the heavens are above us. <laughs> Wait, that was the original Pizza Nova jingle? And then the end was a lot, was a, like, you know, they sort of stole with, they stole this part from me with the oh, oh, oh silliness. But originally it was a huge boys choir singing. 
and the end was like four, three, nine. Oh, 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 pizza nova. But when you, you know, it's hard to hear when I'm doing it. Yeah. But you imagine, uh, you know, a hundred of London's finest boys just haunted those haunting Singing their, their hearts. You know, out. you're. I mean, you're calling for a slice tonight. Because was wow. I just got to say thought. that wow. the original That's, version of the Pizza Nova jingle is giving me shivers, and thank you. it's it's very evocative. It has a hint of danger and regret and broken promises. Uh, thank you. I really regret how much they changed it. They only really used the O O O part, and they changed it a lot. But as a result, they did need to pay me royalties. Damn. Yeah, so, I get why you 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 don't want to be represented by the current version because that is yeah, so yeah, different. Yeah, it was a real artistic shift. It's it was like a real if, painful realization for me about what it means to be an artist. Yeah, it's like if someone took a Shakespeare play. Uh, and then uh, changed it, and then turned it into um, to a, a movie silly phone to a silly phone number. And then Shakespeare had his name on it, and he was like, "Nope, that's just no, that's not what I wrote." You know, Romeo didn't just call Juliet and say, "Here's a random series of numbers," and ha- you know, no, there were no sequences of random numbers in. They didn't have phones. No, no. I think uh, now is a good time to take a little break. Regroup and come back with something fun. This is Tenant Mike on the Landlord Tenant Pod Mess. So, Daphne, gotta ask you you've been publishing this gossip rag, the Penthouse Chronicle, for years now. Um, I prefer to call it a, a gossip um, service. Gossip a milieu, service. Uh, yeah, sure. uh, an art form, a gossip, a gossip art. Four million. Our four million. I'll defer to you. Um, I'm dying to hear, and I'm sure James is also. Uh, what are some of the craziest stories and things that have happened in the building since you've been writing the Chronicle? Oh, oh, wow. Well, there have been. God, you know, these go back to the '70s, and there has been just oh, some God. some wild, uh, some wild things. There was, of course, some. Um, I mean, I think you remember the famous, uh, you know, manslaughter murder. Oh, and, yeah, um, yeah. We went oh, over that a couple yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Schmitty, it was, yeah. Um, murdered you know, his whole family. Yeah, yeah murdered yeah. his whole family uh, in a way that, you know, we all called, you know, I called it, man- I, you know, I actually coined the term manslaughter in the rag because I just meant a man slaughtered his whole family in a murder. <laughs> yeah, that's But then I it got too. twisted, and yes. that's, you know, that was, yeah. that was more of a scary one. Yeah, God, what are some of the more fun sexy, murders that, that have one. happened? Yeah. Well, okay, this is a this is sort of a fun uh, uh, murder. Um, you know, there was, um, like I said, they used to film some, re- film some real, um, you know, some real titty pictures in this building. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there was uh, one that it was sort of, it was sort of one of those, they were going for a British theme. It was sort of wild. It was a, it was a Bobby. It was a British police officer and all these oh. girls are running around the building just tits to the wind flapping 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 to kind of a fun kazoo soundtrack and <laughs> you know across the hall they were filming a very different sort of uh uh also titty picture mm. that was a sort Ooh. of a darker theme it was sort of ooh, are there vampires we're rising from the grave and somehow the wires got crossed in this sort of you know Benny Hill vampire switch around and the wrong women ended up in the wrong film and uh, you know and a prop knife got got switched with a real knife in a way that doesn't seem like it connects and then they just killed a bunch of women 
So that sort of a, that one's sort of zany. I didn't know that this building was cursed uh, in that way. That there had been just this legacy of murders that have happened. I think I remember that uh, that sort of dirty movie with the vampires, and it was kind of fun because the vampires wiener had uh, vampire teeth on the end of it. Oh, so that was sort of a <laughs> funny thing about it. And I think I remember the title that I did in the in the Penthouse Chronicles for that one. It was um, it was um, Titty Twister switches sisters, seven women killed in building accident. That Ooh. is a very fun tongue twister. Yeah, he sells seashells. Seashore that seven women were stabbed. In, in the this gossip building. biz, yeah. you need a headline that's just gonna pop, pop. and then attra- get people looking. Pop. Speaking of pop. The Root Beer Flood of 1981 is another one of my favorite tales of the building. Oh. Now, there, so there's a Did man. Did anyone die in this one? Not at the time, but later uh, internal injuries may have played a factor. Okay. So there's a man, and he's living on the 10th floor, and he's, um, you know, he's out of work. He's, uh, he's, uh, before dot com, there was just people would sometimes, you know, he was trying a different version of computers uh, just called... Uh, box, box time, and they didn't really have as much. They just sort of gave you the. Oh, it just that. was a really big shape that told remember, you what time yeah. it was, and yeah. you could mm-hmm. you could ask. They were very for, expensive. Yeah, too. you could ask for any time zone, and yeah. it would give you the time. Yeah. and that was all it did. So he yeah. was out of work, but he, you know, he had an industrial spirit. He was a real character, you know. I think he was Dutch, and he thought he would brew his own root beer recipe. He thought, I don't know why the A oh. and W's of the world. I don't know why the. Barks, if it existed at the time of the world, are getting the corner on this. So he he buys a bunch of roots, all kinds: ginger root, That's vanilla root, fun. roots. And uh, you know he's got roots. He's got he's got carbonated water. He's doing all kinds of tests. You're making there. me thirsty. Uh, yeah, well, he was making us all thirsty until the still he was using exploded, and literally gallons of just a liquid that was carbonated liquid filled with hard physical roots is tearing through the building. Ooh. It destroyed. All kinds of fixtures. It just, you know, one child was just swept out through a window uh, and fortunately landed in the top of a tree and was safe. That tree's still there, by oh, the way. Oh, it sounds like a miracle child. Yeah, it was a bit of a miracle child who I wrote about later. A miracle child uh, caught with an inappropriate amount of marijuana goes to juvie. That one was less fun. Less of a miracle, more of a just 90s mistake. Grunge was happening. But, you know, that was, you know, God, some things have happened here. And you can still see evidence of the root beer flood uh, in some of the hallways. Well, yeah, the building's very brown. Um, Yeah. And I I just have one more question about the building. I hope it's about ghosts. Tell us about... When Howie Mandel lived here in the mid-70s. It was the mid-70s. So Howie Mandel in the mid-70s. And we're you talking two, a 15-year-old Howie, Howie Mandel. And you two used to living, hang out a bunch, right? We used to hang out a bunch, yeah. And sort of, you know, you know, take 10 steps back from Harold and Maude and that sort of... Oh, I'm, Daphne, I'm afraid That's sort of Daphne <laughs> and Howie. You know what I mean? And, I'm, you know, I said I hope you asked me about ghosts. And this story dovetails into that perfectly. Oh. Because... Because he's, he's a crazy guy, but this sounds spooky. Well, this is where his germophobia started, actually. Because it was actually a ghost phobia, and he just it sort of turned into germs. Oh, my God. Because he and I, we're hanging out in my, you know, 
in my penthouse and we're, you know, we're, you know, I'm helping guide him. I'm giving him important advice, sort of an, oh, captain, my captain, but I'm fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm, you know, and we start hearing these sounds in the building and we're following them and we're fine. We get down to the basement. Howie, we must, a, Howie must have been so scared. Oh God, he was terrified. He, that's actually where he learned the balloon trick. That was just, that's all I had because of wow. something else. I won't get into what I was doing with those, but he had it on. He was just hyperventilating because of the wow. fear of the ghosts, and then it turns out who knew that would fit over so wait, his whole head. So wait, he had a balloon pulled over his face? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, a rubber glove that I was, yeah, because oh, he was yeah. scared of the ghosts. He was hyperventilating. Yeah. So I said, oh. you know, just put the first thing I can find on. And, um... And we get down to the basement, and we're, you know, he's breathing in and out of this glove like a maniac. And I'm, you know, I'm sort of, I'm, where's this sound coming from? Where's this smell coming from? Where's this dust coming from? And it was sort, you know, we could feel an ethereal presence. You know, we could feel someone, ooh, I'm here. Ah. And then we looked behind the radiator, and there was a body that I want to say was you know, sort of six months into its decay. So it was less of a ghost and more that he just felt Fuck. a maggot-ridden corpse in a way that I think may have contributed to his germophobia. But I think you can still hear that corpse kind of wandering through the building going, Howie, wow. wash your hands, don't end up like me, because it turned out that that tenant died of rust. Poisoning. My God. Yeah. Look, the hair on my hands and my head is standing on end. Well, that's what happens when you tell a coherent ghost story. It gives everyone yes. chills. Oh my God. And it could, the scariest thing is it could happen to anyone. It, well, could, it happened exactly as I described it to literally Hey, I'll tell you guys right now, that body is probably still there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Oh, it's probably rotted through now. Hey, quick question too. Did Howie uh, fist bump even as a teen? <laughs> Because, you know, he famously won't shake your hand. He fist yeah. bumps. He's, uh, he's, he suffers from mental illness, and he yeah. only fist bumps. Yeah. Well, I, I learned that, actually, from the, from the corpse, because his um, oh, the corpse, yeah, corpse, the, the, the corpse fists were clenched as though he died oh. in kind of a, like a terror way. Oh, yeah. Terror of the rust radiating through his body. <sighs> That's when rust was still not safe for consumption. This is the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, he's, you know, and he's clenching his fists, and I'm going, what's happening? What's, and, and he was about to attack, honestly. So I... You know, I went to punch him right in the face to say, you got to cool it, Howie. And he went to block the punch with the clenched fist he had from fear. Oh, my God. And that's God. actually how the fist bump was invented. That's how it started. Fist over this rust-ridden, maggoty corpse yeah. with clenched fists. And so he, to this in day, he believes that germs are little ghosts uh, crawling around. From that around. man. From that one man. Holy. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah. Wow, a little look uh, on the inside of Howie's brain. That's why yeah. he never gives anyone points on America's Got Talent if they work with metals. You'll notice that you see a sword oh, swallower or anything oh like that. He's not interested. Oh my god. I saw a He's welder. He's not giving on. that a pass. Yeah. He hates that. You saw a welder? There on? was a welder on America's Got Talent, and Howie did not like him. Wow. Well, there Anyone you go. Anyone using steel, he does, yeah, he does, yeah. can't handle it. Phenomenal. Anything that rusts. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am uh, Landlord James. And I am, of course, Tenant Mike. <laughs> and we thought we'd uh, play a little game uh, in our last segment here. Yeah, we, we had a, a far-ranging conversation with Daphne. Learned a lot of things about the history of the building. Thank and, you. And the history of uh, Daphne and, and James. And um, we're going to change course a little bit with a little segment called Landlords and Tenants in the News. Oh, well, this is up my alley, because, you know, 
Yeah, news. news. Yeah, news. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. like to keep the news on our building. I'd like to know how <laughs> other people are reporting it. It'll be interesting to hear your take on these stories as a, uh, yeah, as a journalist. Uh, so here we go. Here's the first one. It's from theglobeandmail.com. And the headline is, Toronto tenants crushed by rent hike exemptions. Basically, there are some tenants in Toronto in a building. Um, they got a note saying that rent was increasing. They expected it to be 2%. It ended up being 30%. I think that's wrong. It's dehumanizing, it's vicious, and I don't like it. What do you think, James? Um, as a landlord, uh, I guess I would say uh, uh, money, money, money makes the world go round. Uh, and what I mean by that is, yeah, I got to make money, and I have no problem with this. Okay. Daphne? Well, you know, all I can really offer here, fellows, is uh, my, you know, my commentary is someone that I would technically describe as a journalist in a building. And, you know, my issue here is with the with the headline, because the headline they have on this article is Toronto tenants crushed by rent hike exemptions, which, you know, that's a mouthful. That's a lot of, that's a word that uses the letter X, but it's not a fun one. So, I, you know, I would sort of, if I was going to try to use the letter X, but, you know, sell this story, make it fun for the Chronicles, I'd use something like, um, destitute tenants rebel sexually after landlord holds them at gunpoint for a 30% rent increase. Wet and wildness ensues. Wow, that is better. I, I, yeah. do, I do agree, Daphne, that your headline is uh, more eye-catching and more exciting, a lot of drama, the wet and wild stuff It's always better in when the headline's longer. Yeah. Longer, and the wet and wild stuff in particular piqued my interest, but none of that stuff is relevant to the story. I think it's really a... Uh, basic uh, good versus evil story about the the underdog being absolutely taken advantage of by a landlord. Well, I think that's the story I'm telling as well. You know, these tenants, you know, they're 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 doing they're doing everything they can. They're scraping by. They're being puritan, giving this evil landlord their money, and then the landlord says, "I need more. Give it to me." And they say, "Well, your puritan values don't work here. We're gonna rebel." And then and then they just and then they just gel up and show them what's what. They just ruin the building with their bodies, and that's and it's everyone's comeuppance about coming and uppance. You know, if you know what I. Moving right along here, our second uh, news item here is from cbc.ca, which is a website I confess I spend quite a lot of uh, time on. And uh, the headline here is, A Landlord's Nightmare, Tenants Kept Livestock in the House. And there's a picture of a guy uh, wearing um, wearing some rubber gloves and he has some cleaner and he's not looking too happy because what happened is that his tenants at the house uh, he rented in Kingston... Uh, without him knowing, filled it up with all sorts of barnyard animals. There were goats, rabbits, quail, uh, cats and dogs, and they were making, they were doing their business all over the house. Uh, he says it's going to cost $30,000 to get rid of the smell of feces and urine. Now, I think uh, this is landlord karma. Uh, this is tenants of the world sort of pushing back and giving it right back to the landlords. Uh, for all the landlords who've ever been mean to tenants, I think this is fine. Uh, as a landlord, I will take the opposite opinion, and uh, I don't oh, think it's oh, a big surprise. Well, I don't think it's appropriate to have livestock urinating and uh, going to the toilet uh, in your apartment. That's just my opinion. Uh, Daphne, what is your thoughts on the headline? Again, my yeah, my issue here is just with the headline. You know, tenants' nightmare. 
that's getting a little more exciting for me. I like the word nightmare. It makes me feel sexy. It's after dark. It's late. But mm -hmm. then, you know, we get tenants keep livestock. Livestock makes me think of a, a farm. We're on a school trip. Wash your hands. Lie at the airport. There's nothing fun about it. So I'm saying, you know, let's put the goats forward. Let's get a Satanist element in here. And, you know, you Ooh. know, tenants and landlord engage in staining of apartment with satanic rituals. Quails and rabbits also in attendance. Things get wet and wild. That's how wow. I would... Wow. Me, like it almost reminds one of um, some sort of uh, ritual you'd see in uh, Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Uh, which took place in an apartment. It absolutely did take place in an apartment. That's very that's very good merch. It's one of the best and, apartment yeah, movies of all time. A classic. There, I mean, there is The Apartment, which would have been my first go-to as sort of a reference, but you picked hmm. one that has some scenes in an apartment. So, But, you know, I do think you're right there about the devil worship aspect, and that's what sort of made it sexy and fun. And what if you throw that in a modern context? You set it in Kingston. You had some live goats and, you know, a bunch of other animals, and everything stayed and everyone's pissing and they're having fun and they're getting <laughs> wet and wild in the piss. That's a story. Wow. That's a story it, I'd uh, report. It reminds me of one of the parties you, uh, you throw that I listen to from uh, underneath. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean... I mean, I've never yeah, been to one of the I mean, parties, we, we, but I can into, imagine. We're into all kinds of stuff. We're into mm, all kinds we of sure stuff. We sure You know, whenever we can, whenever we can, you know, front load into the service elevator, you know, that's what I say. That's what my invitations say. <laughs> well, uh, Daphne, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. You were a wonderful oh, guest. A I'm a big fan. It's nice to finally, for you to finally put a name to a face. Or just a face to a shape, you know, that's sort of, that's <laughs> I, what I've been, yeah, I just, yeah. I will forget you when I leave here. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? When's the next issue of uh, Penthouse Chronicles uh, coming oh, out? Oh, uh, you know, the Penthouse Chronicles sort of, it just, it just oozes out of me when I feel that I have enough gossip to tell. But I feel that I've absorbed a lot of ooze here today, so I'd say keep your eyes out, because there's going to be some juicy tips <laughs> in the uh, upcoming okay. issue. Uh, thank you very much, Daphne, and uh, we'll be right back. Hello, all you fellas and ladies out there in Radio Land. You're listening to the... Oh, fuck, I forgot to say my name. Let me do that one again. And we're back, and that unfortunately brings us to the end of another installment of the Landlord and Tenant pod mess. Um, I had a great time today, James. I was a little nervous because it's number three. Uh, how did you like it? Um, did you have well, fun? I could tell you were nervous. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> why, is it, why? It was a pretty fun time. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at LTPodMess. And uh, we still don't have a Facebook. And so, until next time... Sayonara. <laughs> That's fine. The Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess was created and recorded by Michael Balazzo and James Hartnett. Today's special guest was Ebony Rosen.